Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. All right, welcome everybody. This is Art Talk Live, and I am excited to be here today with some guests from the Lincoln Parks and Rec Department. Uh, thank you for joining us, and please listen in to our other podcasts on kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live, where you can hear many, many interviews with artists, what artists do how artists think, what's the life of an artist. Uh, we cover so many things about artists <laughs> on these interviews. And today we are taking a little step out into our community. And there, the Art in the Garden event is um, a, an event we've done for 11 years now. And it is one of our biggest community connection events. And we are so fortunate to be connected with the Lincoln Parks and Rec Department. And with us today here on Art Talk Live, we have Maggie Stuckey Ross, the director of Parks and Rec, and we have Zach Hawley, who is the supervisor of the public gardens here Hello. in Lincoln. Thanks so much for yeah. joining me today. And we are going to be talking about the uh, community connections of the Lincoln Parks and Rec and what's going on in our community with uh, the, the building of parks and the, and the maintaining of parks and things like that. And then we're really going to zoom in on that art in the garden and the sunken gardens and some more of those community gardens with Zach. Um, Maggie, let's hear a little bit now about your plans for Lincoln and where we're at right now with our community parks. Yeah, well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Lincoln Parks and Recreation is touching the lives of Lincolnites every single day, from the trees in your right-of-way to the beautiful gardens you pass on the way uh, to work or to play, um, to the neighborhood parks that uh, shape the background, I guess, of, of the children and grandchildren in our lives. Um, we have a lot going on. We touch a lot of different parts of this community. I think uh, when we look to the future of Parks and Recreation, it's continuing to have Parks and Rec be a huge part of what makes Lincoln so special. Um, the quality of life that we enjoy here in Lincoln is unique from our trail system to our uh, neighborhood parks within every half mile block of the community, um, continuing to grow our our resources and our amenities as the community grows. We know we have some holes. Lincoln is growing very fast mm -hmm. and we're needing to keep up um, both from a facility perspective, a capacity perspective, a budget perspective. But I think people can continue to expect a high amenity, a high quality from the facilities that we offer. Um, I see a lot of advancements in our future. We are maybe a little behind in aquatics at this point. So catching up with more splash pads, more pools. Um, there are certainly trail connection gaps that we have, focusing on making this a more bike-friendly, multimodal community. Um, certainly enhancing our beautiful places and spaces. We're gonna talk about Sunken. I would lift up Union Plaza, um, Centennial Mall, some of those urban places that uh, touch a lot of lives. Um, and a new park on the horizon just around the corner right from here. here is the South Haymarket Park, which will be 
our new downtown park at 7th and N streets. Um, right now we have a hole in park amenities downtown and we have a lot of families who are raising children downtown. Uh, we certainly have a lot of dogs downtown. I think people walking around here, you see that. So um, providing some overdue green space for public gatherings, but also for neighborhood use is, is a huge priority. It's our number one priority um, in the coming years and look forward to opening up that park soon and having all of the folks who, who call noise home uh, be mm -hmm. part of our park community. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful addition to the area. Yeah, we're, we're excited it. about it. Water feature, a skate park, uh, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to watch the train yard um, from kind of a train observation area. Mm. There's going to be some big old swings to sit in and meet up with people. Um, and of course, a destination playground for all ages. So mm -hmm. we're, we're really excited. Uh, is there a completion date set for that yet? Uh, yes, we are planning to open that park in 2025. We expect okay. to break ground about a year from now. And mm -hmm. um, of course, all things dependent on our supply chain and all the issues that um, people are facing right now. But I think to say spring of 2025, summer of 2025 is very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much Absolutely. for all you're doing, Maggie. Uh, fairly new to the role, a couple years now? Uh, just hit one year, actually. One year, okay. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's been a wonderful year um, getting to know our awesome team. We have about 180 full-time staff year-round. Mm -hmm. We add about 500 in the summer, so right now we are... <laughs> hot in the summer season um, with aquatics, with day camps. Um, so it's it's a great team. And like I said, our people touch the lives of our community every single day. And every it's, day. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, Thank you. really appreciate you coming in. Absolutely. And we'll have you jump in on anything you'd like to say sure. about uh, public gardens, yeah, as, as Zach is sharing, absolutely. too. But I'd really like to move into Zach Holly now and... Uh, Zach also in a fairly new role here as supervisor of the public gardens yep, and <laughs> um, jumping in full speed ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the gardens are really starting to fill out. They're finally hitting this peak where they're starting to block the weeds out and kind of giving us a break there so we can get to some other areas and kind of catch up around there. So Yes, indeed. And uh, tell us about the parks especially that you supervise and maintain? Uh, the main parks with uh, public gardens would be Sunken Gardens, of course, across the street, Rose Garden, Cascades, uh, New Daily Garden, a lot of the territory around the zoo, and then um, Centennial Mall would be our other big one, then Tower Square, Government Square, I'm sure there's some I'm missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Several of the near south yes, parks yes. are under you as well. Yep. Oh, sure. Yep, near you south, Beretta. Uh huh. And you threw out there a new daylily park. Yes, that is south of the Rose Garden, Heyman Rose Garden. Oh, okay. So, so right in working, that zoo area. We have area some donor there. benches. I think we're still working on putting a statue of some sort in the middle as a focus piece. Mm -hmm. But most of the plant insulation is installed or in the process of being replaced after it didn't make the first go around. Uh-huh. Sweet. Yep. Oh, that'd be fun to see. So a lot of our focus now, as you said, is, you know, keeping the weeds in control, but keeping things really now prolific and growing as we hit some of our hottest time of our summer. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, with the 
with the sunken garden especially of our particular interest yeah. uh, on September 9th, we are going to invade that garden with about 50 artists and try not to smash anything down. <laughs> and we'll have probably a thousand people come through. Uh, one year it was even more toward 2,000. So um, it is a big art event that draws a lot of people uh, into that space. We want to know more about the Magical Mystery Tour that we're going to be on yeah. September 9th. Yeah, uh, Magic Mystery Tour is a theme this year. We always have different themes. That is the theme this year. We uh, feature the Octopus Garden, which is on one of the lower ledges. It features Lantana is the main piece that kind of creates the octopus, and then it's mm. surrounded by all sorts of succulents and kind of different things, Lysomachia, that you uh, would resemble like an ocean bottom. Mm -hmm. um, Strawberry Fields is in the corner. Um, it's in our obelisk bed is what we call it. So it's kind of the northeast corner of the gardens. It uh, features Strawberry Fields Gumfrina, which is a Gumfrina that's hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar with Gumfrina, it's kind of a smaller, more spray pattern type flower with little mm -hmm. red balls. So. Mm -hmm. um, and then the final one would be the Love, 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 which we just talked previously about this with our new drone photo that we just took from above the gardens. You can really see it's created throughout the ledges with um, in white sun patience. So in three spots on the ledges, you can see a giant love, love, love pattern. And psychedelic fun colors. Oh, yeah, and psychedelic <laughs> behind it. Yep, yeah. it's all uh, kind of on the hippie art and psychedelic yeah. themes throughout yeah. this year, bright colors. Very fun. A lot fun. of the coleus it really brings that out. A lot of kind of maroon and bright red. And mm -hmm. Am I correct? Uh, that the plans for this are probably on the website now? They are on the website. On the Sunken yep. Garden site. And they do yeah. overlap. So you should be able to zoom in and see if there's a specific plant that you like or mm -hmm. just a color combination that you want to use at home. Mm -hmm. You can definitely. What an amazing resource. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have your phone there and, oh, I love this plant. And you can go right on the website and you can see the plan and the actual plants that yep. are planted there. Um, so, hey, artistic gardeners out there, <laughs> yeah. there's an amazing resource that your Parks and Rec is bringing you. Uh, take advantage of that. Well, when we uh, come into the garden on September 9th, um, we will bring with us many people. Uh, what is your day like uh, taking care of the gardens? Uh, on a daily basis? Yeah. Or... Okay, yeah. daily basis, it, it kind of varies. <laughs> uh -huh. It all uh, varies with the type of weather we're having. It, we're having mm -hmm. a kind of an unseasonable July right now where it's rain kind of daily, mm -hmm. which is very weird, but it's great because we mm -hmm. our spring was lacking the rain. So right now we just do our rounds. We get there around 8 o'clock and kind of do our rounds, make sure everything's all right, mm -hmm. and then we go into it kind of varies with installation or weeding. Um, with the mowing, we bag a lot of the grass, which we use as mulch to keep the weeds down, mm -hmm. keep the soil moist. And then um, 
the irrigation, I should touch on that. We're excited. We just put in a new irrigation control box so we can control it with Wi-Fi now. Mm. So if we have a wedding or something down there and it's for some reason going off when it shouldn't be, we should be able to shut that down now from home and get it stopped immediately. So wonderful. our crew is really excited about that. We can actually name our stations to what bed they are. So Yeah. And... Our event isn't the only one. You mentioned weddings. Yeah. Uh, on an everyday basis, there are many visitors to the garden. Right. There's hundreds of visitors daily, uh, especially throughout the summer with our tulip displays starting in the spring all the way through uh, the freeze, which is generally around October sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the weddings. It seems like it's about two, two every weekend. That's mm -hmm. counting the ones that are reserved. That it's hard telling how about. many are <laughs> going on when we don't know. And so. there's pop-up weddings. Oh yeah, yep. senior. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say senior oh, photos yeah. is a big photos. thing right now. Uh, family photos. So. Yeah, what a destination. Yeah. Um, and I know uh, from my experiences just of being around Lincoln, if I mention let's go down to the Sunken Gardens, I mean people know. Let's go to the Sunken yeah. Gardens. Yes. It yeah. is it is a very known stopping point for uh, the gardens and and Lincoln and you know where you should go visit. So one thing I would just add, talking about Sunken Gardens during this time, I'm sure your listeners are aware we're in a um, water challenge. Yeah. We are, as yeah. of this morning, we're no longer in an extreme drought. We're in a severe drought. Yes. I, we're supposed to be very excited that we've gone down to severe. It still sounds dramatic to me. But um, all of the water that Zach and his team uses on the Antelope Triangle to water the plants, are it's not water from the city wells. We actually have our own wells there. Yeah. And so, um, of course, we are asking all citizens to um, take this opportunity to kind of rethink their outdoor water use and conserve just for the sake of the whole community. Um, Parks and Recreation also has that mentality, but I would I would point out that we're not drawing on city water; we're on our own well. So uh -huh. um, it's a little nuanced. Of course, the water at the beginning all comes from the same place, just because it's a private well. We don't have some secret source here, but um, <laughs> yeah. but it, it also is important. Like you said, it's one of our most visited destinations yep. in the system, and. Mm -hmm. um, we are being responsible with our irrigation um, and our water features, just like we're asking the community to do so. Wonderful, yeah. yes. And adding to that, our irrigation team definitely is conscious of that, regardless if we're on a well or city, that yeah. they're still doing mm -hmm. the best we can, but these are annuals, so they need a little different requirement than you everything bet. else. Yeah. yeah, it'll be an interesting yeah. conversation into the future as climate change continues to be a reality in our mm -hmm. world, what does that mean for public gardens? And how can we as a city um, be a leader and show, you know, there's there are ways to have lower inputs and still have beautiful um, display gardens. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's probably yep. in our future. I don't know how much in our future, but um, there's certainly mm -hmm. ways that we can model that behavior and would love to see the community embrace that. Yes, yes. Well, as an artist, um, I know that when I look at those gardens, there is artistic vision behind creating them. And I'm a gardener too. And I also know that there's like scientific um, uh, horticulture behind them in putting in plants that can handle what we've got here in Nebraska. 
and you know to be ready for drought like conditions or work the best under lower water restrictions things like that so um this isn't just your average throw in the plants yeah. garden and there's a lot behind year. it yeah. yeah so these gardens are as i was mentioning i'm an artist they are artistically beautiful how how do we do that in lincoln parks and recreation what makes that happen it's a lot of professionals who have experience in these areas who are helping us with the design, helping us with the plant selection, um, controlling the plants in the greenhouse, working through all the different propagation that his team works on. Um, this is, um, like you said, a science. This is not mm -hmm. a, a haphazard, wouldn't it be cool? We are already <laughs> thinking about what next year brings. Next we year. Need to be, um, you know, thinking about that from a supply chain perspective, from a budgeting perspective, and, and also hearing from the community what they want. Mm -hmm. So it is a well-oiled machine. Um, Zach has uh, a great group. He needs more people, and I know that. You know, part of my role as a director is to help harness the resources to continue to live up to the expectations of our community. Uh -huh. Yep. And another exciting thing, you mentioned the greenhouse. We do have the footing poured for the greenhouse, the new greenhouse this year. So we've mm -hmm. been renting greenhouses for, I don't know, a long time. Long time. So yeah. it'll be nice to have it actually at our shop where we won't have to be traveling back and forth to check mm -hmm. throughout the season, the growing season, the hauling season, and the installation phase. So it should speed up things and kind of mm -hmm. save time and make it flow make yes. the process a little bit better it will quickly pop up and folks can see it um, if you're traveling the rock island just south of the zoo you'll see it if you're in antelope park you'll see it and mm -hmm. it's zach's new shiny home yeah, yeah, yeah. just us and the crew <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we are very excited i like i said we're going to bring about 50 artists into that sunken gardens at 27th and capitol parkway on September 9th, uh, we'll show up about 6, 7 a.m., oh, yeah. <laughs> but the public should be coming in about 10, and we'll stay until 6, have lots of art, and in with that beautiful artistic garden. We just are blown away every year with the beauty of the space and what it can bring to the whole aesthetic of having art there. And so um, it is a very important um, event for us. We look forward to it. We plan for it. Like you said, what's next year? That's where we're You're at now, too. too. Good. <laughs> yeah, Good. We, we love having um, that event. It, it is really a highlight for us every well, year here at Noise Gallery. I would just offer our places and spaces are better when they're activated. Yeah. And what you all do at yeah. Sunken Gardens, we would love to replicate in facilities across the community. So mm -hmm. if your listeners have an idea for a way that we could get people bought into a space to a place for a certain special event uh, that's our bread and butter we'd love to talk about it so thank you for showing the way and really setting up a beautiful model for how the public um, sector can work with private enterprise yeah. to make cool things happen well thank you so much yeah. to both of you for joining us today you are welcome. and uh, this is Lynette Fast on Art Talk Live and we are so grateful to our KZUM podcast partner 89.3 FM, and uh, listen in for more podcasts about artists and life as an artist and what do artists do and community connections in art. Uh, hear that on kzum.org forward slash art talk live.
Have a good day, and thank you for joining us. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.